Hey y'all, today we continue through Deuteronomy in chapter 28 as we continue to trudge through Moses' final speech before they were to enter the promised land. And here in chapter 28, we have the blessings. If they choose to obey and follow the the covenant that God has bestowed upon them, then they're going to receive these earthly blessings in this life, this side of heaven. And these blessings were shouted from the smooth, grassy mountaintop of Mount Garrison by the Levites. And um, we'll go ahead and start with verse 1. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings. If you obey the Lord your God, your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. So here God is establishing a people of God. The establishment of God's people is coming forth in these blessings. They will be set apart, and they will be known and, and set apart as God's holy people. In verse 11, the Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all of the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you will always be on top and never at the bottom. You must not turn away from any of the commands I am giving you today, nor follow any other gods and worship them. But, here's the but, there's a whole lot of ifs in this. Pay attention to that. They have a choice in this. If You refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey all the commands and decrees that I am giving you today. All of these curses will come and overwhelm you. Your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be cursed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be cursed. The Lord himself will send you on send on you curses, confusion and frustration in everything that you do until at last you are completely destroyed for doing evil and abandoning me. The Lord will afflict you with diseases until none of you are left in the land that you are about to enter and occupy. The Lord will strike you with wasting diseases, fever and inflammation, with scorching heat and drought and with blight and mildew. These disasters will pursue pursue you until you die. 
The skies above will be as unyielding as bronze, and the earth beneath will be as hard as iron. The Lord will change the rain that falls on your land into powder, and dust will pour down from the sky until you are destroyed. The Lord will cause you to be defeated by your enemies. You will attack your enemies from one direction, but you will scatter from them in seven You will be an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your corpses will be food for all the scavenging birds and wild animals, and no one will be there to chase them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt and the tumors, scurvy, and the itch from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will strike you with madness, blindness, and panic. You will grope around in broad daylight like a blind person groping in the darkness, But you will not find your way. You will be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will come to save you. You will be engaged to a woman, but another man will sleep with her. You will build a house, but someone else will live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but you will never enjoy its fruit. Your ox will be butchered before your eyes, but you will not eat a single bite of the meat. Your donkey will be taken from you, never to be returned. Your sheep and your goats will be They will be given to your enemies, and no one will be there to help you. You will watch as your sons and daughters are taken away as slaves. Your heart will break for them, but you won't be able to help them. A foreign nation you have never heard about will eat the crops you worked so hard to grow. You will suffer under constant oppression and harsh treatment. You will go mad because of all the tragedy that you see around you. The Lord will cover your knees and legs with incurable boils. In fact, you will be covered from head to foot. The Lord will exile you and your king to a nation unknown to you and your ancestors. There in exile, you will worship the gods of wood and stone, and you will become an object of horror, ridicule, and mockery among the nations in which the Lord sends you. You will plant much but harvest little, for locusts will eat your crops. You will plant vineyards and care for them, but you will not drink the wine or eat the grapes, for worms will destroy the vines. You will grow olive trees throughout your land, but you will never use the olive oil, for the fruit will drop before it ripens. You will have sons and daughters, but you will lose them, for they will be led away into captivity. Swarms of insects will destroy your trees and crops. The foreigners living among you will become stronger and stronger. Will you become weaker and weaker? They will lend money to you, but you will not lend to them. They will be the head, and you will be the tail. If you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and to obey the commands and decrees he has given you, all of these curses will pursue and overtake you until you are destroyed. These horrors will serve as a sign and warning among you and your descendants forever. If you do not serve the Lord your God with joy and enthusiasm for the abundant benefits you have received, you will serve your enemies, whom the Lord will send against you. You will be left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in everything. The Lord will put an iron yoke on your neck, oppressing you harshly until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring a distant nation against you from the end of the earth, and it will swoop down on you like a vulture. It is a nation whose language you do not understand, a fierce and heartless nation that shows no respect 
for the old and no pity for the young. Its armies will devour your livestock and crops and you will be destroyed. They will leave you no grain, new wine, olive oil, calves, or lambs, and you will starve to death. They will attack your cities until all the fortified walls in your land, the walls you trusted to protect you, are knocked down. They will attack all the towns in the land the Lord your God has given you. The siege and terrible distress of the enemy's attack will be so severe that you will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters, whom the Lord your God has given you. The most tender-hearted man among you will have no compassion for his own brother, his beloved wife, and his surviving children. He will refuse to share with them the flesh he is devouring, the flesh of one of his own children, because he has nothing else to eat during the siege and terrible distress that your enemy will inflict on all of your towns. The most tender and delicate woman among you, so delicate that she would not so much as touch the ground with her foot, will be selfish toward the husband she loves and toward her own son and daughter. She will hide from them the afterbirth and the new baby she has born so that she herself can secretly eat them. She will have nothing else to eat during the siege and terrible distress that your enemy will inflict on all of your towns. If you refuse to obey all the words of the instruction that are written in this book, and if you do not fear the glorious and awesome name of the Lord your God, then the Lord will overwhelm you and your children with indescribable plagues. These plagues will be intense and without relief, making you miserable and unbearably sick. He will afflict you with all the diseases of Egypt that you feared so much, and you will have no relief. The Lord will afflict you with every sickness and plague there is, even those not mentioned in this book of instruction, until you are destroyed. Though you become as numerous as the stars in the sky, few of you will be left because you would not listen to the Lord your God. Just as the Lord has found great pleasure in causing you to prosper and multiply, the Lord will find pleasure in destroying you. You will be torn from the land you are about to enter and occupy, for the Lord will scatter you among all the nations from one end of the earth to the other. There you will worship foreign gods and that neither you nor your ancestors have known, gods made of wood and stone. There among those nations you will find no peace or place to rest, and the Lord will cause your heart to tremble, your eyesight to fail, and your soul to despair. Your life will constantly hang in the balance, and you live right night and day in fear, unsure if you will survive. In the morning you will say, if only it were night, and in the evening you will say, if only it were morning, for you will be terrified by the awful horrors you see around you. Then the Lord will send you back to Egypt in ships to a destination I promised you would never see again. There you will offer to sell yourselves to your enemies as slaves, but no one will buy you. So there's quite a very vast description, very graphic description of what they face if they choose to not follow God. In Israel, they do choose death. They do choose to walk away from God. Spoiler alert. And the rest of history, the rest of the history of Israel is riddled with curses due to their disobedience. Jesus became the receptor of the curses so that we can 
be the receiver of the blessings. God loves his family so much, and God's plan, and God's goal, and God's aim is for harmony in his people, and restoration, and redemption, and becoming a family again, and being able to be reunited with his children. God loves us so much, and his goal is, throughout the whole scripture and text, is his aim is for harmony in his people under him and having his family reunited back together. And we are all his family. We're children of God if we choose Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And Jesus conquered the curse. He conquered sin. He conquered death. So we get to experience the blessings of God. We are God's children and we can live with the strength of the Holy Spirit every day to walk away from sin and to resist temptation. We have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us. And the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is that power that lives inside of us. So we can choose to resist temptation. We can call on God to help us and he will. He wants our lives to be blessed. He wants us to be gloriously living our lives in honor and glorifying God in everything we do, every single day of our lives. The Israelites, they don't do this. They don't choose God. So they are going to end up in exile and scattered. And and eventually Jesus is going to return. And revelations were promised Jesus is coming. He is returning. And he is going to come and get his people. And there is going to be a tribulation period in these plagues that they see. I know they've already seen a lot of these, but it kind of reminds me of the seven years of tribulation that are still to come and the the torment that is going to be on the earth. Will people get the option to cry out for God to rescue them? And God is our rescuer. He wants us reunited with him. He wants us to choose him. He wants us to love him. And he wants to be our amazing good, good father because he is a good, good father. He just wants us restored and redeemed and under his care and protection in his ever-loving arms. So we will continue on in chapter 29 tomorrow to see where this speech goes from here. Thanks, y'all. Have a most wonderful day.